Well, good morning, uh, everybody, or good evening. This is uh, Minister Martyr again. Um, hope you guys are doing well. So this is actually going to be the first real episode I guess we're going to have. Um, that being said, uh, we're just—it's going to be like a pretty slim topic, just because it's growing, you know. So this is going to be the basics of God. You know, a lot of people um, don't know God or don't understand God or they will use um, malicious things that have happened, you know, in history and blame them on God because certain things in the Bible say that they were going to happen, kind of like the uh, history of Sodom. Um, So, first of all, what is God's name? You know, now most people, Christians, um, but they refer to God as God, you know, pretty simple. But the Muslim community, as an Abrahamic faith, they call him Allah. So a lot of people say that there's a big difference between that. Now, there is and there isn't. Allah means God in their context, and then God is God in ours. Uh, the Muslim community in the Quran have a lot of similarities to the Abrahamic faith, but they do have a lot of differences to normal Christianity. And uh, so, you know, we're going to rub that off. If uh, it comes back to us in later episodes or any questions, let me know. Um, I'll do my best to get the answers to you guys. But um, it was also abbreviated, abbreviated Y-H-W-H, and it was pronounced Yahweh. And uh, it's actually kind of cool the way you sound it. You know, Yahweh, it's the way to go. Um, then you have people that, um, you know, they uh, call them Jehovah which uh, the Jehovah Witness people are in there, and Jehovah is also written in the Bible. Um, There is Adonai, which is another one. Elohim, which is another one. And we're going to talk more about the Elohim in later episodes, as um, I'm currently learning about a, a... kind of a new process with Elohim, and uh, that's written in the book that I'm reading, and I'll be forward to fill in more information of that later, but I want to kind of get a firm grasp on that before I answer those questions. And then they uh, called him Abba, which was a, um, I believe, a Hebrew translation for your father, or the father. But out of all those names, there was one specific thing that was said in Exodus 3.14. I am that I am. God said that because God knows he has all these different names, whether they're all from different faiths or they're from different, um, you know, cultures or anything. Everybody refers to God differently. You know, like I just said, the Muslims refer to God as Allah. Jehovah's call him Jehovah. Christians call him God or Yahweh. Um, you know, and he is that he is. You can call him, you know, 
and you know he's there so now we're going to go into a little bit more of a tough subject because this is what causes a lot of debates and arguments science versus god now it's not going to be a very long one because science versus god is always a very big topic However, science versus God, um, you got to know what you're talking about because it's not just looking at the Bible and saying it's true because any person that's an atheist or agnostic or any believer in, you know, full believer in science are just going to say, well, you're just believing a book that people wrote. And they actually had an Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode where they argued that. And science, as much as we use it today to find out new things, you can't, they have never disproved God. They have came up with theories to disprove him. But now they're talking about multiverses. They're talking about all these other different, you know, weird things in space. Um, And if you actually think about it, you're talking about, We always looked at the Earth as a grand design, you know. Then we looked at the galaxy as a grand design. Now we're looking at the universe as a grand design. And, I mean, it's not impossible that, you know, nature can create that. But how did nature come to be to create that? And that's the question everybody needs to ask. So... God is faith. That's just how it is. You need to believe in God to have it. While science tries to prove these theories with actual facts, but all their facts end up as theories. I mean, even at this point today, we have people that are saying, you know, the world is flat because I've never seen the world, you know? You have, like, SpaceX and NASA that are, you know, telling you. Well, we've been to space, the Earth is round. But people are just not believing it because they've never seen it. You know, so the world is flat, the world is fear, you know. it's It all comes down to what your heart tells you and what you feel is right. But you have to know the um, the difference between having a fact and having a faith because... Facts can get you so far, but science is also disproving certain facts that they've had. There's new things done psychologically, you know. Um, They're finding out new foods are better for you, you know, and other foods are bad. And they're finding lots of different ways, ways to conserve energy, different kind of powers, um, you know, different kind of technologies. So everything is you know, in a sense, evolving technologically. But at the end of the day, there's been nothing to ever disprove God. Um, So from Genesis, the book of Genesis in the Bible, all the way down to Revelations, there has been talks of prophecies, prophets, real events, wars that have occurred, everything, you know. Um, you know, they talk about 
the Assyrians, they talk about the Babylonians, you know, there's references in Revelations. Now, Revelations is a very highly debatable topic. Some people believe it's based on the Roman Empire when they were persecuting Christians, and other people believe it's going to be happening in a modern-day era, which we'll get to um, revelations and prophecy and stuff like that at later times. Um, but I do promise you guys that we will cover everything, everything in uh, this podcast. Well, not this episode, but this podcast as a whole. We will uncover it all. So now we're going to go to the Trinity. All right, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Now, a lot of people get confused on this because they're saying, well, how can God be three people or three entities but still be God? You know, well, that's a very, very um, interesting question because at one side they say that um, God is omnipresent. He is always active. He is always seeing us, hearing us, listening he has this ability that he's always there, which is something the devil doesn't have. He can't. The devil can't be omnipresent, but he is. Um, he has a lot of demons and stuff that follow him, so he can spread them out. That is the difference between God. But I, in my personal opinion, I think God saw that people are going to start going the route that they need to see to believe. You know, um, there's miracles all the way up from, you know, Exodus to uh, Judges to, um, you know, the books of Isaiah. And, you know, what? that's a good place to start. Well, in Moses, in Deuteronomy 18.15... Moses prophesied a prophet that was going to be greater than him. And you think about it, Moses was one hell of a prophet. You know, he not only wrote the book of Genesis, but he wrote five of the first books of the Bible. On top of that, he led the Jewish people out of slavery from Egypt. And then if everything that he has done... You know, splitting the ocean in two different ways so people could cross, setting the plagues down on Egypt. I mean, he, he was a very powerful prophet, but he had the power given to him by God. So, what, and then in Isaiah um, 7.14... He talks about the Emmanuel prophecy. Now, Emmanuel is uh, Hebrew for God is with us, or God, um, God is here. Or basically what it means is that God is going to come for us and save us, you know. And he predicted um, and prophesied the birth of a virgin-born baby. Um, in Bethlehem. And sure enough, it happened. Now, Jesus, um, 
or other words, uh, people also call him uh, Yeshua. That was another one of his, I believe that was his original name was Yeshua. Um, but Jesus, uh, at that point when he was, you know, was going down that route, Jesus is supposed to be the son. So you have the father, the son, and the Holy Spirit as a trinity. However, the father is not the son and the son is not the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is not the father. They're three separate entities, but they're all God at the same time. I know it is the hardest thing to comprehend. You look at it and you're like, so he's the Father, then there's the Son, then there's the Holy Spirit, but they're not the same people. But they're all God. So, what that comes to in my eyes is that if you think about it, in a term, uh, the term of a human anatomy. And this is a very loosely way to put it, so forgive the um, analogy. It might not be the best way to put it. But you have the brain, the heart, and the body. Okay? So with the brain, it helps you think. It helps you control the body. It helps you do everything, you know? Um... The heart keeps you breathing, keeps your body function. And then the body is what you use to move and do everything. So the sun is basically the body. God sent his body down to basically preach and everything. The Holy Spirit lived with inside um, Jesus. And um, God basically already knew what to say but it's almost like when you teach your kids um right from wrong and stuff like that god instilled that in jesus so when mary was um you know when mary got pregnant and gave birth to jesus um you know, he was the perfect child. He grew up. When he was 12, he started his ministry. Um, as he kept going on, he kept doing these miracles, walking on water and healing um, blind people, curing people that cut, have their ears cut off. But then there's a lot of controversy with Jesus because Horus was a virgin birth. Um, Mars in the Roman uh, mythology was um, a virgin birth. Um, here's you, Porcelain, or think it's how you pronounce it, Hiju Porcelain. He's part of the, um, he, he's one of the Aztecs. And then there's also um, Arachneus, which was from the Greeks, that were all virgin births, but they were not like Jesus, you know? I mean, everything that Jesus said and Jesus did happened, you know? And I know that people, you're going to have some skeptics here and there saying, well, Jesus, you know, you're saying that because it, it's written in the Bible. 
but again, there's a lot of people that will re, uh, say that science is right because they read an article on the internet, but they don't actually read the figures. Um, the best way I can explain God and knowing he's there is when you go outside, you feel the wind. You feel the wind, you feel that nice cool breeze weighing on you on a hot day like today. It was like 94 today. Um, but have that breeze weigh on you, but you can't see it. You know, you'll see the trees move. You can see the water in a pond start like kind of having like a little bit of a jitter. Uh, the grass starts moving, but you don't see the wind. You just feel it. And you know it's there. And that is essentially how I know that God's there because I feel him. And, you know, I'll close it off with some scientific uh, fact. There is a university um, that ran a study. And they had Christians and atheists. And what they would do is they had the Christians pray and the atheists pray. The difference that happened is that the Christians had a conversation spark um, in their mind, light up. Like, you know, when you talk and you do actions, your brain has some sort of electrical like interference. It basically lights up where your brain's working. When they prayed to God, the conversation part lit up on their brain. But when an atheist did it, it didn't light up. So, I mean, that being said, you know, I'm not trying to say that that study alone proves that there's a God. But it tells you that it's a real experience for people that believe. And if an atheist starts believing, would that experience be real for them too? So, at the end of the day, you know, everybody's going to have their own beliefs they're going to, you know, fight off and on. They're going to say, you know, God is a myth. God is a lie. I see it on Facebook every day. Um, I see people arguing and trying to defend it, you know. And all you people that do try to fight and defend it as apologists and, you know, kind of like warriors because you're not afraid to be ganged up on. This day and age is so productive with technology and science and everything. Like, I'm doing a podcast on a headset that's connected to my computer that's telling me a time limit that I am recording and is going to be sent on the internet through a cloud service and distributed to all of you. And then you think about, you know, God, and you're like, well, if we can do all this, why does God fit in our life? This is all material stuff. When we die, this is not coming with us. Trust me, it is nice to have a nice computer with, you know, a gaming PC or, you know, a brand new car 
for the really rich people, a nice yacht or a jet, maybe a helicopter, um, surround sound movie theater. I could only wish, you know, um, you know, what I have is I have my Bible, my computer, my cell phone, and like a drawing tablet, because I like to draw. Yeah, I, I, I drew the icon, by the way, for Minister Martyr. Uh, the text isn't mine. Um, I use a generic text, but I, I drew the face on there. Um, but that being said, um, you all are going to believe what you believe. And I'm not here to judge your belief or not. You know, as it says, uh, Jesus said, cast thy first stone who is without sin. And trust me, I have sinned plenty in my life. And I still do every day have certain misfortunes and stuff that I will say or do that, you know, just upsets me. The one thing we all have to know is that none of us in this world are fit for heaven. None of us are, should be even remotely allowed to go near there, because that is supposed to be perfect. And the only perfect person that has ever been on the earth was Jesus. According to the Muslims, um, they say every prophet was perfect, but in the Christian Bible... Um, Jesus was the only perfect prophet, son of God, son of the Most High. He was the only one. So, that being said, you know, um, we will cover various religions. We'll cover various faiths, um, mythologies. We'll cover... Um, different verses, uh, any questions or concerns you have, you can put into um, ministermartyr at gmail.com. Uh, once I get in touch with it, I will, um, you know, review it and, you know, try to put it onto the podcast. So we're at almost 23 minutes now. So I had a long day working outside doing some yard work, and I'm probably going to try to go to sleep early tonight. So I hope anybody who is listening and anybody who does have this faith, um, anybody who's just learning this faith, keep it. Keep it close to your heart. Keep believing. Keep reading. Keep trying to find you know, in your answer, but the, most importantly, if you're not looking for an answer, or you're not looking for anything like that, just keep your relationship with God, because that's what really matters. Until then, you guys have a good night, and I will talk to you guys in the next episode.